Thomas's presents Tackling Traffic with Tom. Good morrow. Tis your reminder to savour the morning with Thomas's breakfast. And while you may not be able to control what occurs on your commute, like your horse and buggy popping a wheel and axle on the way to the schoolhouse, you can control what you put atop your soft but crunchy bagel and the toastiness of your English muffin. So do take the time to savour the morning with Thomas's. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. This morning on the third hour of today, polar plunge. Dangerous cold sweeping across the country, turning some places into sheets of ice. That is all ice. Where it's heading next? And just how cold is it going to get? Plus, zoo mystery. Police investigating the disappearance of two rare monkeys that may have been stolen. The latest in a string of suspicious incidents at the same zoo. We're live with the latest. Then, the one, the only Nathan Lane, live here in Studio 1A, filling us in on his return to the stage. And we'll talk about his award-winning role in Only Murders in the Building. And we want to plan a vacation you'll love with travel destinations straight from your favorite rom-coms. Today, Tuesday, January 31st, 2023. Live from Studio 1A in Rockefeller Plaza, this is the third hour of today. Good Tuesday morning. Welcome to this third hour of today. Uh, this is this is Al. And this is Chanel. Good to have Dylan back. Whole teams back yes. together. Mm-hmm. It is going to be a magnificent morning. Oh, yeah. We've got an M theme going. A little alliter- oh. alliteration. Yes. Brought to you by the letter M. Brought to you yeah. by, yeah. By, by Craig Melvin. Uh-huh. Uh, uh, M. So Dylan Marie. No, but is that your middle name? And little Chanel name? Marie. Oh, you guys and, have the same name. And Mister Roker. That's true. So we have three members of our team standing by with some some must see stories. That begins with an M. Maggie Vesper. Oh, yes. Uh-huh. Morgan Chesson. Oh, uh-huh. wait a minute. Molly Hunter. That's right. Morgan Radford. Oh, no, she's not here. She's <laughs> uh, But everyone's following big stories, so they're like, oh, their names all begin with M. And so, so that's how this whole thing starts. Right. Yes. Let's yes. talk about the mess outside. So, yeah. Ooh, nice. Look at Speaking you. of M's, it certainly is a big weather mess this morning. Take a look at this. Already today, about 1,000 flights are canceled nationwide. It could get even worse with airports struggling to deal with the ice and the cold. It just delays everything. And it's bitter cold in a lot of places, including Chicago, which is where NBC's Maggie Vespa is this morning. Maggie, what's it like where you're standing? You look a little bit chilly. Yeah, guys, I hate to be a buzzkill. If we're going to keep the M thing going, it's kind of miserable right now <laughs> here in Chicago. Well we were played. At, we were, I just have to be real with you. Like, we were at negative two this morning. Now my iPhone says that we're at around four degrees. Our store-bought thermometer says we're at a balmy eight degrees here in Chicago. And to make things more miserable, we're standing along Lake Michigan, okay? So we wanted to make this even colder with the wind chill, which is still in the negative, about negative five. But you can see, look at this jogger coming alongside us. Chicagoans are a different breed, guys. People are still jogging along Lake Michigan. They're still out walking their dogs. So people in the Midwest are hardened, but still this storm is brutal. We also have crazy video coming in from across the country. Look at what we're seeing, uh, particularly in Dallas on the roads. We saw crash after crash after crash uh, in the Dallas area, in particular cars caught off guard. And then unfortunately this morning, we have gotten word that in Austin, Texas, where we saw similar conditions, we have actually had a traffic fatality, which police believe uh, was 
at least partially caused by the icy weather there. Also treacherous ice storms in Arkansas and Oklahoma. This storm, as it moves east, Al, as you know, Dylan, as you know, pounding the Great Plains and parts of the Midwest and then bringing that brutal cold and those winter storms east uh, toward the northeast, which has had a mild winter in a lot of ways. So we're, again, seeing uh, this latest round of severe weather make its way across the country, potentially bringing that Arctic chill your way. But for now, it is hovering over the Midwest, guys, and it is, again, miserable here. So, I'll send it back wow. to you. All right, Maggie Vespa, thank you so much. All right, continuing the M, let's go to the maps and show you what we've got. Uh, again, this ice accumulation through Thursday morning, that dark blue, that's a half an inch of ice. Tree line, trees come down, power lines come down, uh, roads are almost impassable, So that, and that's going to stretch all the way up. You can see up to a quarter of an inch of ice into parts of the Northeast. And then 19 million people under wind chill advisories, wind chill warnings right now. It feels like 31 below in Duluth, Goodness. minus 13 in Milwaukee to an Amarillo. That cold air moves east tomorrow, and we are going to be looking at, again, wind chills that are going to be brutally cold, and we've got that cold air coming into the northeast on Saturday, where we will probably see record lows hit. The good news is it's going to bounce back up by Monday. We'll be into the 40s and 50s. Okay. okay. That is good news. Mm-hmm. Uh, meanwhile, down in Texas, the Dallas Zoo actually closed today because of the weather, but that's not the only concern of the zoo there in Dallas. Police are now investigating the latest in a string of suspicious incidents there. This time, two rare monkeys are missing. And officials there say those monkeys may have been taken. NBC's Morgan Chesky is live at the zoo force there in Dallas. Morgan, what is happening at that zoo? Uh, correct. That is the question everyone is asking today. It's troubling. It's disturbing. Just downright bizarre what's happening here at the Dallas Zoo over the last month. And in this latest mystery, officials say that they actually have clear-cut evidence that this monkey habitat was tampered with, and that is what's led them to believe that someone, somewhere, somehow, took these two monkeys, two emperor tamarins, that are now at the center of this growing investigation. It's the curious face behind Dallas Zoo's latest mystery. Two rare emperor tamarins, almost identical to this one, first labeled missing, now considered taken. The first warning sign came Monday morning. The zoo said their animal care team noticed the tamarins were missing, saying it was clear that the habitat had been intentionally compromised. Adding police led them to believe the tamarins were taken. The more I hear about this, the more I think that there is malintent behind it. Ron McGill with the Miami Zoo fears the two monkeys, native to South America's Amazon rainforest, and with special dietary and habitat needs, are not getting the care they require. The tamarins, known for their trademark mustache, are considered friendly to humans and are very popular on the black market. You can take an animal out of the wild, but you cannot take the wild out of the animal. For anybody who thinks that, oh, I can turn this into a good pet, you're wrong. You're wrong. The incident is the Dallas Zoo's fourth animal mystery in less than a month. On January 13th, a clouded leopard was reported missing, then found. Crews noticed cuts and fencing around multiple enclosures, including the leopards. Then on January 21st, an endangered vulture was discovered dead. What we found was deemed to be very suspicious, which pointed to this not being a natural death. The repeated issues causing other zoos to scrutinize their own security in an effort to keep every creature safe and sound. My fear is that it's going to get so bad that we have to make so many different types of barriers and security that we lose the ability to do what we're meant to do, and that is to connect people to animals. And that's really a sad state. 
So the zoo said they've installed more security cameras and have increased foot patrols since that leopard went missing back on January 13th. But guys, no suspects named so far. Important to note here, this happened on a day that the zoo was closed due to inclement weather. That weather's only gotten worse today, if I'm quiet for a sec. Yeah, that is sleet coming down in force today. A real concern because experts say these emperor tamarins, they're native to the Amazon rainforest. A hot, humid environment. If they are exposed to the elements as we are today, uh, it could prove to be very troubling. Oh, that's too bad. That is My too gosh. bad. Keep us posted. Think about this yeah. one, Morgan. Thanks, Morgan. I can't believe people are down in Dallas like stealing wrong. zoo animals. Zoo animals. Yeah. And I, you know, there's well, so you much can't there. Take care of them. It's well, that's putting the their lives like yeah. if you see it, you know it's yeah, stolen. All right. Well, turning now to a big story over in the UK today. The Princess of Wales, Kate Middleton, delivering a rare speech overnight about a cause that is close to her heart. NBC's Molly Hunter is live at Buckingham Palace. Molly, talk to us about this new campaign. Hey, guys. Good morning. That's right. With your morning majestic monarchy news, those are the best M's that I could think of over the last two reports. This was a big deal for Kate, the Princess of Wales. She got up in front of this very glamorous star-studded event by herself. The Prince of Wales was in the audience, of course. They're supporting her. But this is her project, something she cares deeply about, not just because she is a mother of three, but also because she has spent so much time working with adults, she talked about, who have struggled with addiction, who have struggled with mental health. And really, she believes now the focus should be on raising awareness about early childhood education. She says, really, to get the best possible information to parents across the country is going to be her goal. Take a quick listen to what she had to say last night. By understanding our own childhoods, what has shaped our own beliefs, relationships, behaviors and feelings, we as adults, a better place to play our part in positively shaping future generations. Now, the campaign talks about really in those first five years of life, your brain develops more than at any other age. And the campaign is citing the statistic less than one in five people here in the UK understand the importance of these formative years. Now, she has also said this is a long term commitment for and really she hopes and the palace has said this as well, that this will be her life's work. This will be her legacy, you guys. Molly, I I think it is nice that we're finally talking about something besides the drama between the brothers. But, uh, you know, you can't help but think it wasn't that long ago that Kate and Meghan were doing events like this together. Their paths obviously have diverged a bit. I I mean, how so uh, since they left the U.K.? Yeah, you guys, I think we're all really excited to be talking about the substantive work that the royals are getting on with. Look, it wasn't that long ago, Dylan, as you say, it was just a couple of years ago where we thought it would be the four of them doing these really important philanthropic endeavors. Uh, we saw Harry, uh, Will and Kate, of course, work so well and so successfully with the campaign Heads Up. Really, that organization became a household name. And so really, this is Kate's opportunity to stride forward on her own uh, to something that she thinks is very important to a cause that she has been really thinking about and working about uh, for the last couple of years. But again, this is not um, a collaboration with her husband. This is not a collaboration uh, with other members of the royal family. She is taking center stage. She was the one at the microphone last night. She is out launching the campaign, and we will see you guys a whole PR blitz all week. We will see uh, short films airing in cinemas across the country on Friday. But this is something that we will see a lot more of from the future queen of this country. That is true. Future queen. All right, Molly Hunter, thank you. All right. What do you say we keep the M theme going here?
money oh. hacks. <laughs> money hacks. Social media money hacks, in fact. Our buddy Brian Chung is back and he, he brought some envelopes. Ooh. Lots of envelopes, actually. We're going to explain how those envelopes could help you save some cash. Okay. And then in the upside, a TikTok star who's promoting healing and happiness by sharing stories of total strangers. Third hour of today, right back after this. Hey guys, Willie Geist here, reminding you to check out the Sunday Sit-Down Podcast. On this week's episode, I get together with my NBC neighbor, Jimmy Fallon, to talk about his 10 years as host of The Tonight Show, reflecting on his long career in comedy, his years at SNL, and yes, landing the biggest job in late night. A little time backstage with Jimmy Fallon. You can get our conversation now for free wherever you download your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Jenna Bush Hager from Today with Hoda and Jenna and the Read with Jenna book club. There's nothing I love more than sharing my favorite reads with all of you, except maybe talking to the exceptional authors behind these stories. And that's what I'll be doing on my podcast, Read with Jenna. I'll be introducing you to some of my favorite writers. These conversations will leave you feeling inspired and entertained. To start listening, just search Read with Jenna wherever you get your podcasts. We are back with our series on the money and some creative ways to boost your bank account. We all know TikTok is filled with videos. I can't even see this prompter. Because you won't go well, get glasses. I'm way, I'm way on the end. You like, won't get with glasses. With videos of people. I can read this from over here. Get glasses. TikTok the universe is, is begging you. Videos. Let me see. There Let me try. <laughs> yes, put the readers on. Lord. TikTok <laughs> is filled with videos of people coming up with creative ways to spend less and save more. You can't so this even morning, read we are breaking down some of the best ways to make some extra money. That's all. All right. Okay. Here, here to help. Business report. You didn't sign up for this. I did uh, not. Business but... and data reporter Brian Chung is here. He can see just fine, thankfully. So, first of all, why are social media users? especially like so interested in these these finance hacks yeah well i mean right now look inflation is high people are concerned about what the economic outlook is going to look like this year so people are saying i gotta try and be more mindful about my saving and also my spending but then also interest rates are going to go up the expectation is tomorrow the federal reserve will continue to raise interest rates that means your credit card rates are going to remain high your mortgage rates are going to remain high so all these things are making people more mindful they're taking to tiktok they're taking to instagram it's popping off with a lot of these types of trends so how are they trying to gain Gamify spending specifically. Yeah, well, gamifying, trying to make it more engaging. And, and one thing that you can kind of take a look at as an example is the no spend challenge. Essentially, what you do is you print out a calendar and then you look at your spending. So the days where you uh, don't spend on things that you don't need, that extra sweatshirt that you just didn't need to have, uh, you're going to color that in, in green. But the days that you mm. do spend on things that you don't need, you're going to highlight that in red. That's totally okay. Right. But the idea is just to highlight your wins, make sure that you're building good habits and aware of the days when you're spending on things that you don't need. And by the way, if you put gas into your car yeah. to get to work, that, that doesn't count. That's yeah, something that you that's need. What great. about these exactly. apps? Yeah. So you use apps to help? Yeah, there are apps like uh, you need a budget okay. and Mint if you don't want to print out an actual calendar. A lot of people don't have printers, so you can use digital versions as well. Okay. That's I a think, great idea. I do think it's fun to make it 
fun. Yeah, it's a competition you know, I, in a way. It, it, it is, yeah. of course. And I love uh, this whole envelope idea as a way to save money. Yeah, so this is really great. It's called the Envelope Savings Challenge, and I think we've got the props actually yes. right here. So essentially what you do is you're going to take 100 envelopes, and you're going to number them 1 to 100, mm-hmm. and then you're going to just draw one every single day okay. right, at random. So let's say, for example, I pulled up a 69 out here. <laughs> and then what you're going to do is you're going to take uh, some hard cash, which I happen to have in my pocket right here. Very nice. And then you're going to basically say, all right, I'm going to put $69 into this envelope, oh. and then you put it away. Oh. And essentially what you're doing is that you're accumulating that savings over time, and 100 envelopes. It's going to get you five thousand and fifty dollars in a hundred dollars. It's a substantial amount Just of money. Just by pulling a yep, exactly. And in. by the way, Some days are easy. You can scale this down too. Mm-hmm. So if you only can do, let's say, for example, it's fifty really days, well, okay. then that'll accumulate about one thousand two hundred seventy-five dollars. If I did the math right, twenty-five would be three hundred twenty-five. Well, now you're so just showing off. I'm just, you know, look, I'm the data <laughs> recorder after. Oh, look right? at me! So, I can crunch numbers. <laughs> hey, I'm killing it. You know. All right. No, this so, is a really great idea. So, Brian, how do you combine all these ideas to actually, you know, put this together and make this part of your life? Yeah, well, it's important to remember that savings is one part of it, and then spending is the other part of it, right? So if you've got a few spare envelopes like I have right here, Mm -hmm. you can do a zero-budgeting challenge. You can basically put a category like, oh, moving over this way. Uh, You can do, for example, groceries for $200, right? You can also say, well, for the internet bill, I'm going to put $80 in, right? You're going to break the cash into these categories, or, for example, glasses for Chanel, right? You can Uh say, all right, I'm going to save up (laughs) with these envelopes, but once you put the money in there, and then once it's gone, it's gone. And the idea here is to curb overspend so for your boy, for example, right, sneakers, right. $200, right? I buy too much when sure. it comes to sneakers, right? Mm-hmm. Once I've spent through this, that's it for the month. It's a mm-hmm. way to police and make sure that you're just kind of mindful of how much that is. How much do nice those sneakers? cost? These are about $200. <laughs> okay, there you go. All right. So uh, I burned through the month. I'm done. Yeah. All right, why don't you go over to Mr. Magoo right. here? So we have Mr. About- Magoo. <laughs> we have about one minute left. This is yeah. big. All over TikTok now, people are talking about side hustles. I saw one yesterday, and I'm like, maybe I should sell T-shirts. Because um, <laughs> they make it seem like it's so simple. Hey, extra money is money, right? Yeah. I mean, I think what, what was Drake said that the as long as the outcome is income. So did I think you just quote Drake? I did just yeah. quote Drake. But look, all this is about high inflation right now. People are looking for ways to get extra money. Yeah. We've seen a lot of trends on TikTok. I've seen people set up vending machines. Yeah. I saw someone set up an inflatable nightclub in their backyard. Wow. They charge entry to get inside the nightclub. Wow. People would do it. People would do it. But yeah. the important thing here, that's the nightclub right there. Wow. Oh Look goodness. how impressive that is. But that is expensive. I looked it up, folks, right? Yeah. Don't invest more than you can lose in these side hustles. That is cost. important. Yes. Why would you take on more debt yep. if you're trying to pay off debt? And also finally. set boundaries. Even if the money works out, Time is money. It takes time to set up these side hustles. Brian, thank you so much. During the commercial break, you have to stand where I was standing. (laughs) We were moving around. All right. If you want to find out more tips about your financial well-being anytime you like, just go to today.com slash on the money. Just keep going. Uh, Coming up, (laughs) proof that everyone has a story to share. Not everyone can read it, uh, but meet the man who is convincing total strangers to open up in an incredibly meaningful way. Then later, acting legend, Mr. Nathan Lane. Yes. Oh, we've been waiting for this. We're going to find out about his new Broadway show and his very first Emmy win. Third hour today, back in just 60 seconds. Woo-hoo. Okay, seriously, you stand right I, here. He can <laughs> read I, think I can see. I can see no, that. I, I can read that. I, I have contacts. I can see it. I can see that. We are back with our series, The Upside. Now, we've all heard, don't talk to strangers. But the guy you're about to meet ignored that warning, thank goodness, Uh and it's changed his life. Morning News Now, and stay tuned, anchor Savannah Sellers has his story and all these stories. I know. Good morning. It's really a sweet one. Good morning, you guys. So every day we pass people on the street or at the store without a second glance or a second thought. But what if you took a moment to just stop, sit, and talk to one of them? Well, I chatted with someone who's found purpose and healing in doing just that. 
That's like my number one rule of life, just never give up on That which gives you meaning, purpose, and love. There's nothing I can do to take away the diagnosis. This is not necessarily the kind of tumor that you can cure. The videos on TikTok are about love. It was like an immediate connection, and it still is. When I talk to him, I feel exactly the same as I did the night we met. Loss. Some people never know love. And for me, the closest thing to God was my, I'll cry, was my mother's love. And everything between. But as you get older, you realize that, you know, life is really, really short. And it's just easier to smile at somebody. People on TikTok unexpectedly sharing their deepest, most personal stories with someone they've never even met. I remember always, I don't know why I'm telling you this, you're a total stranger. I can't believe I'm having this conversation with you. The fact that these strangers can open up to me without ever knowing me, I think that's what floors me. 27-year-old Hunter Prosper of Pittsburgh is the stranger behind the camera. He's also an ICU nurse and says in 2020, he started losing his way amid the daily tragedy of the pandemic. I felt like I was so burnt out that I was losing um, passion for life. But he says he found healing in, of all places, TikTok. Tell me how you go from nurse to TikTok creator. The camera in itself and being able to talk into it, it just felt like I was giving myself therapy. So the first videos I ever made were me just talking about patient stories. And being able to talk about this, it like breathed new life into who I thought I was. Renewed, he began turning the camera around, striking up conversations with random people on the street. List off some of the questions that you ask people. So I think a lot of my popular ones are, uh, who was your first love and why did you fall in love with them? I was dying for that, I was too shocked. You don't mind me asking what happened after those four years? What's the most pain you felt that wasn't physical? My mom. She passed away in a nursing facility, and there wasn't anything I could do about it. Who do you see when you look in the mirror? I've been using that one a lot lately. I see a girl who's trying. He says you'd be surprised at how willing people are to reveal their innermost feelings. One of my favorite moments is being able to ask a question and seeing it in the stranger's eyes that this is about to be therapy for them. And you can actually see someone react that way, you just on their face. You can almost feel it. It's palpable. The conversations can last up to an hour. I have a video where it started off and it was bright out. And by the end of it, it was like dark out. But Hunter edits them down into short videos that have gotten hundreds of millions of views. What do you hope that people take away from your videos? I hope they take away that everyone has a beautiful story, a beautiful book um, that they can call their life. So I really hope that these videos are able to make people stop and, uh, and really appreciate the people around them. All right, Hunter. Who was your first love and why did you fall in love with them? <laughs> Vanna, you were catching, you were throwing me off with this. <laughs> That's a good question. Where'd you come up with that? <laughs> my first love is without a doubt my mom. Everything I am is because of her and everything I do is because of her. See, that's the kind of answer on the street if I asked somebody that and that's what they said, I'd be like, dang, that was a good answer. I see you, nurse. Wow, what a story. Right, right away with his mom. Yeah. And I asked Hunter, what's next? Well, he said he might try to go long form with the videos on YouTube or even weave the stories into a book. Wouldn't that be so cool? But the bottom line, he said there's about 8 billion people in the world, so he's still got a lot of questions to ask. That's his goal. Sometimes people appreciate having someone who genuinely seems like they want to listen. Like when they say, how are you? Or talk to me. And they say, you know what? In this moment, I'm going to tell you the truth. Because everyone does have something yeah. to say. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. And that they'll go on for hours sometimes. Right. It's just yeah. amazing. Oh, you've right. never been with Greg. Okay. <laughs> Savannah, thanks so much. Thank you so much.
All right, coming up from the stage to our studio, Nathan Lane is here live. He's going to tell us about his return to Broadway for the 25th time. And then it's rom-com meets travel. We'll show you the destinations from some classic movies to help you live out your Hollywood dreams. We'll be right back. We are back now with an Emmy and three-time Tony Award-winning actor. Nathan Lane has been on stage and screen for a long time and part of our lives, taking on iconic roles like opposite Robin Williams in the comedy classic The Birdcage, playing a failed producer who finds unexpected success in the Mel Brooks film The Producers, including that turn on Broadway. Mm -hmm. And now, well, now Nathan Lane is back. He's back on Broadway in a new play. It's called Pictures from Home. The show is based on the 1992 photo memoir by photographer Larry Sultan. It's an emotional portrait of a mother, father, and son who photograph their lives. And Nathan Lane is here with us to tell us more this morning. Good morning. Good morning, Nathan. What an honor to have you here. This is fabulous. Thank you for having me. So we just rattled off the number 24 fifth time on Broadway. Are right. you aware of that number? And you know, All too aware. <laughs> All too aware, darling. Yes. 25. I know. It's a bit of a milestone. But yeah, what is it about Broadway? Oh, I don't know. What was that Al Pacino line in Godfather 3? They keep pulling me back. <laughs> um, you know, it's ultimately it's always about the material. A play like this mm-hmm. just touched my heart, and uh, because it's funny and and moving and and very emotional, um, and and it was it's an unusual piece. Um, uh, Char White is the playwright. Uh, it's being directed by Bartlett Share, and uh, he had seen an, an exposition of these photos and mm-hmm. and and was curious what was behind it. He, he spent Larry Sultan is the the celebrated photographer who did this book. Um, he spent almost a decade interviewing his parents and photographing them and using stills from their home movies to create this book. And he wasn't even sure when he began what it would become. And if anything, it was proof of their love for their son that they allowed him to use uh, them as their, as his subjects in this, in this project. And of course it became a very acclaimed uh, photo book memoir, but um, yeah, it's an extraordinary story, and it's an unusual way of telling right. this story because it's you know it's part family dramedy, part documentary, and part three way TED talk because we <laughs> we directly address the audience throughout the play and reference the real photos uh, which mm. are you know shown on the wall of, oh, of their great. living room, and so it's unusual in that way. Mm-hmm. What was the most challenging part of the role for you? Um. Playing 70. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, The most unusual. um, Well, you know, it's just a three-hander. It's uh, the brilliant uh, Danny Burstein plays Larry and and the brilliant Zoe Wanamaker plays Jean, my wife, and I play the father, Irving. And it's uh, it's relentless for us. It's an hour and 45 minutes and we we never get a break. We, you know, walk off, change clothes and come right back on. And Mm. and uh, but it's very satisfying. The audience response, thankfully, has been very, very positive. And you Mm. can hear People sniffling at the end. It's very, Good. it's, uh, it's quite something. Seventies challenging for you because you're not, you're barely in your mid sixties. Well, oh, yeah, am, is that right? That's, I, I, <laughs> I, I actually, line. I have a birthday this Friday. Oh, oh happy early birthday. birthday. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, let's not discuss it any further. Okay. <laughs> okay. 
But I do have one coming up. That's great. Happy birthday. You've been part of the theater community, obviously, for, for so long. But let's talk about the Gilded Age for just a moment. You've worked with some greats there, also Broadway greats. Uh, Christine yes. Baranski, Carrie Coon, Kelly O'Hara. You're coming back for season two, I hear. Yes, yes. Okay, anything you can say? Yes, uh, I can say that it's going to – season two won't be coming on until September. <laughs> okay. But, uh, yes, it's, that's sort of like being part of a great repertory company. Mm-hmm. And the uh, yeah, a lot of old friends and, and people I've loved from afar. It's uh, a good look. Yeah, well, oh yeah, Ward McAllister. Oh. Yes. I like the beard. This the epitome yeah. of snobbery. Yeah. <laughs> well, the other the other show that everybody loves, uh, Only Murders in the yes. House. Uh, yes. You won an Emmy for your, your role on that. Uh, but you say, it, while it looks like, you know, it, it's, you know, the beautiful life in New York City, it's not as glamorous as it looks, you know, in, in filming this. Oh, it's not? <laughs> Was it your well, role? nothing so but glamour out. Oh, oh well. The- um, look, it, it, that set is a joy. Right. Beyond. Look, they got Meryl Streep to do this. They're filming the third season now. And she's joined the company. Oh. Will you be in the third season? Uh, if I can, on a day off, they've asked me to pop in. Oh, but, that's uh, cool. But it's, a, you know, Meryl and Paul Rudd and Jesse Williams. It's a, it's a whole new murder mystery. Mm-hmm. But, it, I mean, it's a joy to be around Marty and mm-hmm. Steve and Selena Gomez. It was adorable. Yeah, it's such so much fun. Watching. Yeah. Well, you've got a lot going on. I know. You're busy. I'm, I'm a busy today. boy. Yes. yes. Hope you're what you doing for your party. What's what's the? Uh, I'm going to do this show. Oh, Pictures that's from cool. home that's... in Studio 54. Uh-huh. Fantastic. Oh, very nice. Yes. Well, Nathan, thank you so much. For Happy birthday. Thank you. All. Get him a birthday gift so by much. buying and going to see the show. There you yes. go. There you go. Pictures from home. It opens on Broadway at Studio 54 next Thursday, February 9th. Coming up from Sleepless in Seattle to When Harry Met Sally. How you could actually live out your favorite rom-com and head to destination straight from the, some of those iconic movies. And then a little bit later in today, Food Joy Bauer here, here. in the building right. studio. Like, She's in the flesh. Kitchen. She's going to show us how to make some uh, simple slow cooker dinners and a bonus. She's going to make a little chocolate dessert as well. Oh. Third hour of today, right back after this. Listen up, true crime fans. It's a big murder trial underway. This Dateline is launching a new podcast with Andrea Canning. Welcome to Dateline True Crime Weekly. We'll cover breaking crime news around I the mean, country. It is the twists, the turns, the With craziness. our best reporters on the case, NBC News analysts and Dateline producers on the ground. Break it down for us. Just You'll as get as fresh as insights and behind-the-scenes scoops from crime scenes to courtrooms. That is bizarre. Stay in the, the know and up-to-date. So tell us what he said. It Follow Dateline True Crime Weekly to get new episodes starting Thursday. Wherever you get your podcasts. If you ever needed to be persuaded that bad things can happen anywhere, then take a journey with us. From compelling mysteries to in-depth investigations, our Dateline episodes are available as podcasts. Follow Dateline NBC now to get new episodes every Tuesday. To listen ad-free, subscribe to Dateline Premium on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or DatelinePremium.com. Great storytelling with a twist from the true crime original. Public service announcement, boys. Valentine's Day, two weeks away. 
Yeah, and girls. That's right. Two weeks away, <laughs> which means apparently it's rom-com season. And this morning, we're going to show you how to live out some of your favorite movies. And here to tell us how, Misty Bellis, Vice President of Global PR at Virtuoso. Misty, good morning. Good morning. Hi, Misty. Good morning. Such a good idea. A great idea. Yeah. Shotgun Wedding. That movie just dropped. The, the one with J-Lo. It's on Amazon Prime Video right now. And there's already a way that you can head to this dream destination? Yeah, absolutely. So it was supposed to be filmed in the Philippines, or that's where it's set, but it was actually filmed in the northern part of the Dominican Republic. Oh. Now, I have to say, I've been to the DR several times. I have never seen a single pirate there. <laughs> so don't let that uh, deter you. Yes. Deter you, yes. Um, it's actually filmed at the Ani private resort. And that is this beautiful, ultra-luxe, ultra-exclusive uh, resort that's on its mm. own peninsula. Oh. And when you stay there, you actually take over the entire oh resort. Oh. So you can go with 28 people. What? Now, it's going to run you $22,000 a night. So this is but definitely... split between 28 people. Exactly, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, it's definitely a dream trip. But if yeah. you want to do something more affordable in the area, you can uh, go closer into Rio San Juan. Accommodations there are going to run you a couple hundred dollars a night. And from there, you can explore uh, the freshwater lagoons, go whale watching, horseback That's riding. Cool. Ready to travel again. All right, let's do another classic, Sleepless in Seattle. I, I can't believe it turns 30 this year. Wow. I know. Can you believe that? It makes oh. me feel a little bit Don't, don't you tell me that wasn't filmed in Seattle. <laughs> no, no, no. It's filmed actually all over Seattle. And in fact, to really have the experience, make sure you head to Pike Place Market, which mm. is, of course, the famous market there. And in particular, make sure you dine at the Athenian Seafood Restaurant because you can sit on the stool where Tom Hanks sat. There's mm-hmm. a little plaque there so that you know exactly where to go. That's cute. And then who did not want to live on a houseboat after they saw this mm-hmm. movie? So we found a beautiful one through VRBO um, that you can rent. It's going to oh, run wow. about 700 a night. But here's the thing. Because of local laws there, mm-hmm. you have to stay for 30 days. What? Oh, yeah. Okay. So if you don't have a full month to spend in the Pacific Northwest, uh, you can stay at uh, the Inn at the Market, which is a charming little hotel that, as the name suggests, overlooks the market, huh. huge mm-hmm. sound, okay. and the rates there are going to run about 279 a night. All right. Well, great. All right. They say, we don't have my favorite rom-com, which was Die Hard, but uh, <laughs> if you wanted to do When Harry Met Sally... You're set here in New York. What do you got? Yeah, so I have to admit that's my absolute favorite rom-com. Die Hard or When Harry Met Sally? <laughs> <laughs> More When Harry Met Sally. Um, so when you're in New York, you, of course, have to go strolling through Central Park, mm-hmm. end up at the Met, and then you absolutely have to dine at Katz's Deli. Hmm. So that you can sure. have what she was having, right. which, <laughs> as it good. turns that's out, good. was actually just a turkey sandwich. That's oh. funny. But while you're in New York, also stay at the uh, Crosby Street Hotel, sweet little hotel on a cobblestone street in Soho. Yeah. This next one is my favorite. Sorry. Oh, Oh, I thought you were okay. Oh, no, no. That's okay. (laughs) Chanel? No, Craig, go ahead. No, it's actually, I think you have one more. Oh, that's well, I was just going to no. say, yeah, you can also stay at Washington um, uh, Square Hotel for uh, about uh, 200 I think you maybe were starting yeah. to talk about how Stella got her groove back. No, actually, it was Notting Hill, but sure. Oh. Yeah. Okay. You know what? You are in timeout. I apologize. You're in timeout. Not at all. Well, we'll do both, actually. How about that? So, yes. how Stella got her groove back, um, you absolutely have to go to the Round Hill Hotel and Villas in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. And and uh, stay in villa number 11 because that was Stella's villa. Oh, oh that's fun. Uh, three bedroom, private pool, absolutely beautiful. It's going to run about $2,900 a night. Mm-hmm. Um, or you can go stay at the Sea Garden Beach Resort for uh, about 125 per person per night. Very nice. Yeah.
Chanel, did you want to ask about Notting Hill? <laughs> oh, sorry. Or? How about yeah, Notting Hill? I'm in timeout. Can we talk about Notting Hill? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So, where can we go? Uh, Portobello Market, of course, is where you need to go. That's the famous market in Notting Hill. And visit the Notting Hill Bookshop because that's the bookstore mm-hmm. that actually inspired the movie. Uh, dine at uh, Nobu, of course, wow. Um, wow. which is wonderful. You can also sit at the table where they had their dinner. Um, and then maybe even visit Rossmead Garden, which is the private garden. That That's they what I want, with that into. little park bench. Oh, I know, yes. it's so sweet. And once a year, they open it up to the public. Oh, wow. So just look for the dates because they haven't mm-hmm. released 2023 yet. But you can oh, go. they change it. Okay. They do. It varies. Um, but you can get in without having to scale them all. So I was just about to say, I want you yeah. to climb a fence. All right. <laughs> well, Misty, Great. Thank you so much. Thank Such you. great ideas for Valentine's Day. We should mention that Misty is a paid employee of Virtuoso Travel Agency, which does have a commercial relationship with Round Hill, Jamaica and the Savoy. All right. Thank you. Coming up, we are slowing things down. Joy Bauer is going to show us how to make a great weeknight slow cooker meal and dessert, too. We'll be right back. Oh, dessert in the slow cooker. Yum. Mm. We are back with Today Food, and this morning we are taking things slow. Today, nutritionist Joy Bauer is here with two tasty dishes you can make using a slow cooker. Slow right. cooker so recipe. Morning. Morning. I, We're um, so happy you're here. I know. It's so person. nice to be here. <laughs> yes. Oh, All right, so we are starting you. with... Your Mediterranean stuffed peppers. Yes. Yum. And, and so I absolutely love my slow cooker. I call it a magic pot because quite literally you could toss a handful of ingredients mm-hmm. into the magic pot, set it, forget it, go about your business. You come back and you have a home-cooked, delectable meal. Your house meal. smells amazing. It really mm-hmm. does. So okay. we're making these stuffed peppers. It's a little, I just had said to Al, it's a little out of the box mm-hmm. for a slow cooker, but I think you're going to love this. So we're starting here with one pound of lean ground turkey meat, but it could be beef or chicken chicken as well. Yes. So Dylan, you could start tossing stuff in. That is one can of diced tomatoes. This is wild rice, which is also a whole grain. Little cooked? It's cooked. No, it's totally cooked. So you can use leftover rice for this. Okay. A little bit of feta cheese because everything's feta with feta. It is. I need to eat one of those. And some um, diced red onion. And now I'm going to flavor it up. I've got some parsley. I have some dill. I love dill. It's fresh ingredients. Who doesn't love dill? (laughs) Dill. Got some uh, garlic, garlic, dried oregano, and mm-hmm. I'm going to put some crushed red pepper oh, in here yummy. and a little bit of salt. And we just mash okay. this up. Right. Let me put in some salt. And probably don't need much salt because the feta is so salty. Exactly. Right? Yes. Okay. And now I've hollowed out our low carb vitamin C packed vessels. And And I like the sweeter ones, but certainly if you like green, you can use green. Mm -hmm. I I like to mix up the colors. Mm -hmm. And I use six because in a standard, uh, in a standard two quart slow cooker, Mm -hmm. you You could snugly fit six right in here. You put the top on, you set it on high. So just sit it in there? For about three hours. And the only thing I would say to add is the tahini drizzle. Let's talk about that. So this is so simple. This is tahini paste, which is ground sesame seed. Mm -hmm. So you know there's protein in there and some fiber. Mm -hmm. I'm adding a little bit of fresh lemon juice, Mm. more garlic. Mm -hmm. Joy, this is good. And a little bit of water. This is tasty. Mm -hmm. And a little bit of salt. And that's it, guys. And you whisk this up. and. Just add that right after they come out? Yes. 
And you want to serve them right when they come out mm. nice and hot. Um, mm. that, you, know, you know what? You're right, though. That tahini on the top really puts it yeah. on the It does. It, no. it makes it sing in a big no, way. No, but most people don't think about a, a, a slow cooker and dessert. Yeah. Mm. This dessert <laughs> is going to knock your I socks like off. Okay. It's so fudgy and it's so moist. So we're making chocolate banana fudge cakes. Ooh. So here I have a mashed banana, which is going to bring, obviously, banana. nutrition and fiber and potassium, but creamy okay. sweetness. Two eggs, a little bit of vanilla extract, and a pinch of salt. Mm. And so now I have a cup of semi-sweet or uh, dark chocolate okay, chips, and I melted mm-hmm. it. You just melted in the fridge? Or- uh, yes, I melted. Many things melt right yeah. there in so the you fridge. Can you use- put that in. <laughs> You could mm. use a double boiler. I can read. But you know what? I do the microwave. Well, it's so easy. Yeah. Yeah. And so you whisk this in. And now, now you're going to put in the almond flour. So oh. this is also gluten-free and mm. weed-free mm-hmm. and a little bit of baking powder. Could you use regular flour, Joy, or no? Um, you can use regular flour, but the almond flour makes it that much sort of ooey and gooey. Oh. She's like, trust me on this. Yes. Mm-hmm. So this goes so in your hurt. six-ounce ramekins. Four will fit in the slow cooker. Oh, and wow. I need you all to take a bite of this cake. Okay, we're still, still on the turkey pepper. stuff. Yeah. Okay. Mm. It's time for dessert. Okay. okay so so it's is... a little early for Valentine's Day, but Never when it comes out, when it comes out, and it's super warm, it's almost like, it's like a molten chocolate cake. Exactly. Yeah, like a flourless cake. Isn't that good? And you could only subtly taste the banana, but it's so fudgy and it's so delicious. I got to get me one. Oh, my this healthy? Is, it is. It is. Again, you saw what, what went into it. Wow. Right? Oh, my goodness. Oh, so there you go. Good stuff. Delicious. Oh, this is delicious. Where's Thanks my, so much, Joy. Joy, thank you so much. I yeah, you don't even it. get to try. Oh, oh, here it is. Fantastic. Oh, I dropped it. If you want these recipes, these are both hey, really good. Mm-hmm. Just go to today.com oh, slash food. We'll be right back. And it's still, it tastes clean. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's Wait, really what nice. It's eggs, like banana. sweet. Almond. So eggs, oh my God. banana, vanilla extract, well, a pinch of heavy. salt, almond flour. And then- yeah. Tomorrow, right here in the third hour of today, Terry Crews stopping by. Coming up on Hoda and Jenna, Jennifer Gray stops by to talk about her new movie. We will see you back here tomorrow, everybody. Hopefully. Have a good day. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Go take a nap. Take a nap. (laughs) 